Well, I tell you, I love State Fair Sunday and our fifth year at the Iowa State Fair. I wore my new uh, State Fair shirt that I got at Reagan, Iowans do it butter, um, in honor of uh, our uh, famous church member, the Butter Cow. Um, Marty and I went early and we blessed the Butter Cow as we like to do every year. Um, and uh, we brought, had some friends from Los Angeles who were here visiting to go to the fair, and uh, they were starstruck. I mean, they see celebrities all the time in Los Angeles, and they saw Sarah Pratt on the <laughs> fairgrounds, took a selfie, and Sarah's like, nobody's ever asked to do that on the fairgrounds. And then they got to go inside, so it was great. Now, as uh, uh, Rick alluded, you know, the state fair is always a little messy, and state fair Sunday's a little messy. We throw songs out. We just kind of figure it out as we go. Um, I was thinking that uh, maybe Mary uh, Johnson should make Marty and I a little sashes, a pastoral king and pastoral queen uh, that we could wear on state fair instead of, uh, instead of this. But I do have a history lesson for you today. Um, yesterday morning at the fair, I did something I, I hadn't done yet. I went to the state fair museum and kind of wandered around and it got me thinking about some history. And well, here's something for you. It all actually began with a bunch of knights in the late 1500s. The knights were called Le Cordon Bleu. They were an impressive, exclusive order of French knights created by King Henry III. And each knight was said to have worn a special cross hung from their neck by a blue ribbon. Now, that's what Le Cordon Bleu means in French, blue ribbon. It's said that these knights would often have sumptuous banquets, feasts, and over time, Le Cordon Bleu became associated with food of the utmost quality. And later, that's why the French chose that name for their exclusive cooking school, Le Cordon Bleu, made famous for us in the United States by public television's best cook, Julia Child. But before long, Le Cordon Bleu became associated with more than just knights and fine food. When translated into the Old English, the phrase became Blue Ribbon, R-H-I-B-A-N was the original spelling. And there was the Blue Ribbon horse races, some of the first competitions in the world where winners would receive blue ribbons. And later there became this competition of boats crossing the Atlantic from Britain to the, the United States or back. And the, the boat that held the fastest time for crossing the Atlantic was known as the Blue, R-H-I-B-A-N, Ribbon Boat. But soon, well, as we like to do in America, things that are fancy, we like to, to bring them down just to the common people. And so Blue Ribbons started to be given out to everyone, and it was changed to R-I-B-B-O-N. First place winners of races, of competitions, of feats of strength, and thanks to our county and state fairs, you can get a blue ribbon for just about anything. At the Iowa State Fair, there's blue ribbons for photography, for painting, for prize cows, bulls, hogs, chickens, pies, jellies, ginormous pumpkins. We even have a blue ribbon winner in our church this morning. Peg Johnston's basket won the blue ribbon for best in show, yeah. And second place was Betty Becker, so Norwalk is carrying the ribbons and baskets this year. Thursday, a boar named Itty Bitty got the blue ribbon for the big boar contest, weighing in at 1,163 pounds. If you ever think you need to lose weight, just know you're not Itty Bitty. 
only, Itty Bitty was only two pounds larger than second place Yo-Yo, and the superintendent of the swine barn said it was the closest big boar race in history. Other blue ribbons this year have been given to Casey Perkins of Silver Lake for the tallest stalk of corn, 25 feet 9 inches, which towered above the second place stalk at a mere 16 feet 4 inches. Kendall and Caroline Grubb of West Des Moines won the the one-year-old Most Alike Twins Blue Ribbon Contest. But my favorite every year is to walk around the dollhouses. The dollhouses and to see what the best one and to decide if I agree with the Blue Ribbon this year, they got it right. The Blue Ribbon this year went to Seth Eberhard of Mediopolis, who won the Blue Ribbon for his dollhouse, the Little Country Church. This church you can look in, there's stained glass, little itty-bitty hymnals and Bibles. It was adorable. And it got me thinking, after looking at this, what would a church have to do to win a blue ribbon. Now, I know the text that Rick read to us this morning has nothing to do with vegetables, baskets, dollhouses, or swine. I searched scripture all week long and could not find any mention of the state fair in the Bible. And I'm not sure Paul would even have any idea, any way of imagining what we do at the Iowa State Fair, but he was a tent maker. So we'd probably have his home just up the hill from that old country church in that leather tanning area with those replica teepees. Paul probably could make one of them better than anybody else. But I think he would understand this concept of blue ribbon. He speaks often in his letters, not of a blue ribbon, but of a crown. And the crown that he talks about was not a royal crown, but it was a leafy crown. It was the crown given to the winners of those ancient races, those first Olympic races. One reference is a few chapters away from our text this morning. In Philippians 4, Paul ends this letter where he is just gushing praise on this church in Philippi. And he tells them, therefore, my brothers and sisters, whom I love and long for, you are my joy and you are my crown. Stand firm in the Lord in this way, he says, my beloved. Here Paul calls this church his Crown. They are his prize, his blue ribbon. He is proud of this church. And when he looks back at all he's done, they are the blue ribbon he wears in pride. We can see right off when the letter begins that Paul has overflowing affection for this church. As Rick read earlier, he, he begins that verse that's often cross-stitched and given to people we love. I thank my God every time I remember you. He continues that it's right for me to think this way about you because you hold me in your heart. The affection goes both ways between church and pastor. For God is my witness, he says, how I long for you with the compassion of Christ. And what was it about this church that caused such affection? What was it that made the church in Philippi win the blue ribbon? Well, Paul tells us it's for their love, their love for Paul. They love him. Their love for God overflows. This church in Philippi knows how to love. They aren't perfect, and we learn that as we keep reading the book. They sometimes fight with each other. They've got quarrels among them. Occasionally, somebody will try to be better than the other. But they are always growing in their love, Paul says. And this, this is what wins them the blue ribbon. This is my prayer, Paul says, that your love may overflow more and more. There are a lot of things that we can do to win, that, that we can compete in. 
But Paul challenges them to compete in love. Strive to be the best in show in love. Win the blue ribbon in love. Now, if you've been around churches a lot, you know that, well, churches know how to compete. Often blue ribbons are given for the largest church in town, the best praise band, the best preaching, the church with the largest budget, the prettiest building, the best coffee in coffee fellowship, the best vacation Bible school. And we will brag and brag when clergy get together. We love to brag about whatever blue ribbon our church has earned until we are blue in the face. But here's the deal, Norwalk Christian Church. We aren't the largest church in town. We don't have a praise band, though we have the best pianist and organist in town. Our preaching is, well, well, we give it a good try anyway. As Gary Fox has told us, uh, well, we aren't quite meeting budget this year, but we're stepping up. Right? We got something to be proud about. Our building may not be the prettiest in town. And well, the secret is our coffee is Folgers until it's not. And we get the Kirkland brand at Costco. We don't even have a VBS to compete for the best VBS in town. But take courage, church. Don't go home from the fair just yet because Paul, the superintendent of the church competition, isn't praying that our coffee improves. And he says nothing about budget or music programs or even preaching. Most churches Paul knew met in homes, not in pretty church buildings. And Paul would have no clue what a vacation Bible school was. These things, this is not what the apostle's looking for today. As he's looking at a church, judging a church, he's looking for love. Which church will win the blue ribbon in love? So church, yeah, we should strive for excellence, compete among other churches, but do so with love. We should seek to be the best in show in love, the largest love church, the church that doesn't just love when it's easy, but loves when it's hard, the church that doesn't just love those who are accepted, but loves the outcast, the church that loves those who are difficult to love, the church that loves those uh, that others may hate. The church that loves and then loves and then loves some more. And if that's what we strive for, church, if our love like that giant stalk of corn or that ginormous pumpkin sitting outside the agriculture building, if our love just keeps on growing and growing and growing, overflowing the edges, that is what will make us a blue ribbon church. Amen? Amen. Now, one example of the love of Christ is that Christ invites us to the communion table. And yeah, it may not be the Le Cordon Bleu feast of nights of old, but it's a blue ribbon banquet because of the exquisite love of God, God's finest given for you and for me. And today, after you receive communion, we're giving everyone a blue ribbon today because you've earned it. But more than that, because we need that reminder That reminder that that is what we are called to do. That anything else we do as a Christian comes secondary to our love for each other and for this world. Make today, make that ribbon be your reward for excellence. But that reminder that Jesus told us that they will know you are Christians by your love. And then go from the table and from this place and let your love grow and grow. Let your love overflow more. And more and more spilling out all over the world. Let God's blue ribbon church say amen. Amen. Let us come to the table as you request a song. 
for our communion song. Thank you.